What you're about to hear is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. So it's good to see that our president and vice president, Pete Buttigieg, nobody could even make it to Ohio. But they loaded up the plane and they were in Berlin. And and now the president is uh, is in Ukraine. Whoa. Congratulations on that. Wait until you hear what they're saying. Wake up call. We are headed for World War Three. Wake up call. 60 seconds. These days, even a background check can put your private information in a place where cyber criminals might have access to it. Just ask People Connect, the owners of the Truth Finder and Instant Checkmate background check services. They recently had a data breach that exposed the email addresses, passwords, first and last names, and phone numbers of over 20 million customers. This is why you need LifeLock. It's important to understand how cybercrime and identity theft affect your life. It's your information is everywhere and you need somebody watching over as much as possible. Nobody can can monitor everything, but you need somebody that is doing both preventative measures to keep you safe. And then in case somebody does get your information, they can't destroy your life. You have a restoration team to clean up all of the mess. And that is LifeLock by Norton. Join now, save up to 25% off your first year with the promo code BECK. Call 1-800-LIFELOCK. That's 1-800-LIFELOCK. Or head to lifelock.com, promo code BECK. Okay, so the president is uh, is over now, um, and uh, he's in Ukraine. And, um, wow, uh, we are going to be there indefinitely, it seems. Here is uh, President Biden about the money going to Ukraine. Cut 11, please. And to deliver much-needed humanitarian assistance as well as food, water, medicine, shelter, and other aid to Ukrainians displaced by Russia's war and provide aid for those seeking refuge in other countries from Ukraine. It's also going to help schools and hospitals open. It's going to allow pensions and social support to be paid to the Ukrainian people so they have something, wait. something in their pocket. Wait, wait, what? It's also going to provide critical resources to address food shortages around the globe. Okay, so wait, so wait, so wait, so wait, so wait, so wait. So we're sending, um, what, money for food shortages all around the world, all around the world. We're also paying Ukraine's pensions Social security is on the ropes here, and we're now paying the Ukrainian pension fund. Did you approve this? Because I didn't. Have we even discussed this? This is the first time I've heard it. That's my money and your money, our country, our children's lives at stake here. And nobody seems to be talking about it at all. Doesn't matter. When you when you listen to what they said over the weekend, this is the um, uh, foreign minister from Ukraine. What is victory? Cut one. But for us, there is a, a short notion of victory, and that's full restoration of Ukraine's territorial integrity. Okay, not and there is a long victory, which includes compensations for the damage inflicted, accountability for perpetrators of crimes, um, and most importantly, Russia must change. Okay, 
may I just say, mm. we are repeating to the letter World War I. The elites, the Fabian socialists, got together with all of the big socialists in the, uh, in the West, and they all got together and said, you know, if we kind of push this along, it'll be a quick war, and we'll be able to collapse all of the old regimes, and, uh, and, and, we'll, be, and we'll be great, and we'll have this new utopian world. So what happened? Well, it wasn't quick. It killed millions, changed the history of, of Europe. It did collapse some of the old empires, if that's what you were excited about, but at what cost? And then at the end, what did they do? The same people who started the war got together and said, now we're going to punish Germany and we're going to make them pay. And we want all the land that they claim is theirs. And we're going to take it. And they're going to pay us. And what did that do? Set up World War II. We're doing the same thing. Exactly the same thing. And the people were not for the war. In fact, they elected a president who said, if you elect me for a second term, I will not send your boys into war. And what did he do? He waited a full three, six months. What was it, Stu? Do you remember? Before Woodrow Wilson sent all our boys to war. We have got to wake up. By the way, Lindsey Graham, he's now saying that we have to send fighters. We got to send the jets. We have to send the jets. Really? Because Putin has just said, that's our final straw. If you put Western jets in Ukraine, that is the final straw. Because you don't need jets to defend Ukraine. You need jets to fly into Russia and Correct. hit targets in Russia, which Correct. I can understand why they'd want to do that to win a war. But I can also understand how, I don't know, if you're Russia, you're going to see that as a, a big problem. And this is one of the biggest issues with this, Glenn, and how I don't see how this escalation stops, is that both sides have arguments that you could see from their perspective they're not going to want to give up on. You mentioned Crimea is not going to happen. But like if you were Ukraine, if you're a Ukrainian citizen, you're like, well, wait a minute. They just took that. What do you mean it's not going to happen? Yeah. It is going to happen. We're going to go yeah. in there and get it. And there's going to be this constant push to be able to hold those lines. Then they can have their constant push. I'm not involved in their I constant know. push. But that's not what, I mean, unfortunately, you're not, pre well, actually, fortunately, you're not president. But unfortunately, <laughs> someone better than the current president is, is not president. <laughs> Because he's currently doing that with no seemingly, no limiting principle whatsoever. He keeps putting down these lines of like, well, we're not going to send jets. We're not going to send tanks. And we're not we going to send missiles. All these things have happened with the exception of planes. And now we have Republicans saying we should be sending the planes. So what? at what point does Biden fold on that? Well, um, I don't know, because uh, during this um, during this global security conference in Munich, um, the uh, Chinese are talking now about giving weapons and ammunition to Russia. And the United States came out over the weekend and said they better not do that. Excuse me. You better not do that. That is a line for us. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Not only are we sending over tanks, 
missiles, bullets, guns. We're now paying for their social security. We're, I mean, we are the Ukrainian government. We're over there. And can you imagine if Brezhnev would have shown up uh, in Hanoi? He would have just shown up in Hanoi in Vietnam. We all knew that Russia was involved. We all knew they were giving. But if he would have said, you know what? We're with you till the very end. And the very end, we look at this as regime change in Washington. Do you not think we would have gone to war? Do you not think we would have been justified to include Russia in that? Of course we would. We have our president in Ukraine today saying we are with you in this fight and this fight is unlimited and it will only end with regime change. What the hell do you think that means to Russia? And now after we're sending all this, we actually think we have the right to tell China don't send any military uh, aid to Russia. Who the hell do we think we are? We're on the wrong side. We th- this is the beginning of real darkness. We are on the wrong side. And I'm not saying China and Russia are the right side. We should not be involved in this. This is th- this is this should terrify people. We're sending the fighter jets, you know it's coming. And that's the, the final straw for Putin. We're telling China that, you know, we're going to hold you to a different standard. Uh, meanwhile, Putin's cronies are threatening to nuke England. They said London will turn to dust um, and they will burn in hell and be destroyed in flames. If we send any more wep- weaponry, if they do. So what does the UK do? They issue a national warning message of world war. This is the first time they have done this since early in the Cold War. But Russians, who are kind of on our side, said uh, they are serious about pointing missiles towards Great Britain. And so the UK, quote, has to be prepared for a nuclear war. No, they don't. No, they don't. We can stop this madness right now. They, I am not for Russia or Putin, but I am for this insanity to stop. I don't know other than what I have told you long ago would happen these progressives do the same thing they take it up to a certain point and right at the moment of collapse soon as there's no trust what do they do they have to have a war to be able to justify all of the massive changes that they're going to make to society because by the other side of the war you won't really even care if you get your freedoms back you just want the bloodshed to stop that's their theories. And, and these people are going to do it. 
These people are crazy enough to do it. I mean, we don't even know who blew up the pipeline. Who, who, blew, who, who blew it up? If it wasn't us, who was it? I mean, the Western uh, um, uh, detectives went in. What was it? Sweden, Norway. They went in. They said it wasn't Russia. Germans said it wasn't Russia. So who was it? China? India? Iran? There were only about five countries that can do it. And on the list of five, only two of them are Axis. Only Russia and China. Explain that. So was it England that did it? And we didn't know anything about it? Who did it? Who did it? And why would you do it? This, these questions have got to be answered right now. We are marching toward war. And I've never lived in a period of time ever where I have seen my country so detached from the people in the country. And they are just leading us into places none of us want to go. Did you want an oil crisis? Or did you want to remain, you know, the biggest producer of oil and have our gas prices low? Were you, were you for that? Were you for that? Are you for this gas stove thing? No matter what they say, that is true. They're going after natural gas. So do you want to get rid of natural gas as well as oil? Because I don't. Do you want all of these all of these uh, men wearing skirts? That was the latest story. A guy wearing a skirt. He's a teacher in kindergarten. Did you ask for this? Because I didn't. I don't know Democrats that ask for this. Where are the Democrats that are against war? Did you ask for a war with Russia? Because I didn't. They're ignoring us and taking us down a path that they are designing. And we have got to stand up. You've got to call every congressman and every senator you know and say, the hell I will. I am not sending my child to war. And I want you to stop sending my money to Ukraine. Oh, well, then we'll just empower Putin. You know what? Putin's really smart. Really smart. He may be crazy. He's definitely a killer, cold-blooded killer. But he's lasted this long. He seems to have, you know, less syphilis than the last mad dictator that tried to take over the world. I don't want to give him any help. But I also don't think World War III will end well. Back in a minute with more. Left wants to cancel our founding fathers because they can. They can cancel. Do you, did you vote for? Did you have the discussion? Did you want the National Archives to put a warning on our Bill of Rights and our Declaration of Independence? Did you want that? Because I didn't want that. Well, they can cancel their ideas, our form of government. It's a coordinated 
uh, trick. Unfortunately, it's working. Revisionist history pushed by the media, universities, even public schools. Our kids don't know any better because what they're being taught is just dates and names and little factoids. You want to give them the chance to resist bad ideas. You have to teach them the stories, the good ideas behind the great American experiment. Once they learn the stories of what worked, what didn't work, why we did that. Once you start getting your kids to ask the forbidden question, why, things will change. Now, Tuttle Twins have an amazing sale on their history book. It's America's history book. You'll save 40% off the normal price. Plus, you'll get some great free bonuses and an audio version. But only if you go to TuttleTwinsBeck.com, get the President's Day deal. It's TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Keep your kids and teens safe and sane in this crazy, crazy socialist world. It's TuttleTwinsBeck.com. 10 seconds, station ID. By the way, um, we have uh, a look back at what nuclear war means on Wednesday um, and what you can do to prepare for an all-out war. This is something that we all did. This is what they're doing in England now. By the way, just want to let you know, they are preparing people and telling them, here's what you need to do to prepare for a nuclear war. Good luck with that. I've talked to uh, nuclear war experts, um, and they all tell me the same thing. The, the biggest surprise is going to be how many people survive. You're going to survive it. So now what do you need to make it tolerable? What should you, how should you be thinking? That show is on Wednesday night on Blaze TV. If you're not a subscriber yet, please become a subscriber. We need your help. We need your support to be able to stay free and independent. Um, we have tried to gather uh, as many voices that believe in freedom that will will come on and look for walk, watching each other's back. Um, and we don't all agree with each other, but that's not the point. Well, actually, it is the point. We don't all have to agree with one another. We just all have to love America. We all have to be for the Bill of Rights. That's how you get a show on the blaze. So anyway, um, the um, we need your support. And you can do that by subscribing now. The uh, subscription code is Glenn. You just go blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn and you're going uh, to save. So um, the Pentagon just uh, again said just uh, over the weekend, we had nothing to do with the Nord Stream. Okay, okay. Then who did? Why is it nobody seems to be looking and giving us an answer? That's kind of a big deal, isn't it? Who blew it up? Who were the suspects? Who could have done it? Well, I've given you the list of five countries that could have done it. Okay. Did they? Let's just take China and Russia. Did they? What's the proof? I'd like to know. Why are we looking for that? Isn't Because that's an act of war. Isn't that a kind of a big deal? If this were Russia, why wouldn't Germany and everybody else saying they blew up the pipeline to make sure that we couldn't get any gas and, and have any, any, uh, any heat 
for the winter. They blew it up. Why aren't we hearing that? Why does nobody care about one of the biggest acts of sabotage? I guarantee you're going to find out who did it when it's convenient. When whatever side is ready, then you'll start hearing it. Whenever whenever our side can use it, then we'll use it. More in just a second with our president in Ukraine. Not in Ohio. They can't make it there. Pete Buttigieg can't even get there. But they'll make it to Ukraine to promise your money to Ukrainian citizens. By the way, we're taking your phone calls today. 888-727-BECK. 888-727-BECK. Call us now. The Glenn Beck Program. All right, uh, let me talk to you a little bit about uh, my pillow. My uh, my pillow has been new and improved. It's honestly hard to imagine um, if you sleep with a my pillow. They're, they're I think they're fantastic. But the my pillow 2.0 has the new patented adjustable feel of the original pillow, but now has brand new exclusive fabric that's made with temperature regulating thread. That's just crazy what we can do now. The uh, MyPillow 2.0. Buy one, get one free. Now, this is just a limited time for uh, the promo code BECK, if you use the promo code. It's made with temperature-regulating technology, 100% made here in the USA. It comes with a 10-year warranty. What pillow gives you that? A 10-year warranty, and it comes with a 60-day money-back guarantee. So if you don't like it when you get it, that's all right. Just ship it back, and you know, no questions asked. You get your money back. Just go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener special square, get the buy one, get one free offer from the MyPillow 2.0, MyPillow.com, promo code BECK, or you can call 800-966-3117. Head over to BlazeTV.com and save right now, BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. We're so glad you're here. <coughs> Pat Gray joins us from Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, and uh, and Pat, we're just talking about how grateful we are that Biden is in charge and mm-hmm. the people in our Pentagon, the people who brought us, uh, you know, Afghanistan. Um, and did such a good job there. Oh, yeah, they did. Such a great job. Yeah, they with did. The, and let's the, never withdrawal. forget. Uh, and, uh, and so now they're... They're maneuvering us into a new war mm-hmm. with Russia, and mm. it feels as though we're going for China, too. <laughs> it does, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. So. I'm a little disappointed that we've only given uh, $200 billion to uh, Ukraine so far. Uh, I, I think it should be at least double that, maybe triple. Do you? Yeah. You don't think we should hit the trillion dollar mark? Eh, okay, yes. Why, do you, are you yes, supporting Vladimir Putin? <laughs> no, I'm not. No, yeah. I am not a Russian agent. Yeah. And so I'm going to say we should have, maybe it should be around two trillion. Anything less well, than three trillion be. is basically Russian propaganda. <laughs> yes. Uh, I mean, I, I, I mean, I think we can get there now that we're paying, you know, uh, for their social security. Yeah, we can't even pay for our own Social Security, which yeah. is going insolvent in mm-hmm. nine years. Yeah. And now we're paying for Ukraine. So yeah. That's a really so good idea. I like yeah, that. I do like that. I do like that. 
Um, there is a uh, story from the Australian broadcasting company. Uh, what would war with China look like for Australia? And I think it's a four or five part series. And it's, uh, it's talking to all their military experts uh, who say, uh, and I quote, I don't think there, if I'm going to say quote, I don't think there is any credible chance that America, with or without Australia's support, could win a war with China. Oh, good. Okay, mm. good, 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 mm. good. So we so mm. we have that going for us. And they just outline, you know, what is it going to mean to Australia? And uh, they also say this is why all of our ambassadors are everywhere, uh, especially in China, trying to defuse any possible war with the United States and China. So mm. it's good. It's good. Yeah, things good. are going really well. Really well. Yeah, I was really yeah. excited to see the president in Ukraine today. I think that was great. Do you think that was <laughs> really? just mm-hmm. a whistle stop mm-hmm. on his way to Palestine because he thought that's where the train <laughs> crash was? <laughs> and that's why he hasn't paid attention to it. Right. Yeah. 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 He didn't go to Ohio. Instead, he went to Ukraine. <laughs> oh, if it was actually in Palestine, he'd be all over it. That's oh, yeah. Probably he, true. Oh, he would we, be, would be. we would be paying their pensions right yeah. now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's amazing how we are going to be paying the pensions for the Ukrainians, and we don't seem to have anybody in the government. Oh, by the way, they changed their mind on Friday on uh, on helping uh, FEMA's being sent oh, yeah. to. Yeah, they changed that. Yeah. Wonder what that. What? I wonder why that changed. Wonder why that changed. They announced it, and everybody was like, uh, "Excuse me," and uh, so they they changed their mind. Oh, you know what? We just found this little clause in here. It says we can go over and help. So that's big of them. Nobody knew about that before, I'm sure. I didn't know about that. No. Did you know about no. It was in no, the, no. on the back of the, of the doctor, no. uh, doctrine. When yeah. have they ever helped a, like a local municipality before? It's never happened. Yeah. I don't think. I'm, I'm just I'm continually fascinated about how this is the one time in American history where the media is siding with the company. I know. What is going I know. on with that? I mean, no environmentalists yelling and screaming about this disaster. They don't. They don't care at all. They're like, can you believe these right wingers think this is Chernobyl 2.0? All the testing from the company said it wasn't. Well, wait a minute. You never believe the company. You, you wait. What is happening with this? Oh, it's man. fascinating how this stuff happens. And why is it because Ohio's a red state? Is that is that what it is? Is yes. it the- or it has something to do with the the railroad? I mean, one of the this is speculation is one of the reasons why FEMA. Uh, said they wouldn't come in again. Speculation is because the um, governor wouldn't declare something that where there was a uh, where it would it could be argued to protect the railroad from any kind of uh, lawsuits. So if he mm. if he called them in and it was. Uh, declared a national or yeah national emergency, the railroad might be able to skirt its responsibility. So when he called them in, but not under a national emergency, that may have been the reason why FEMA said we can't go because mm. you need. I don't remember what it is. But Dewine would not give them uh, the one piece they needed to be able to declare. So it would wipe, possibly wipe the slate from the train company clean. 
Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. Although, you know, I, I think about every oil spill that happens, right? Like they they are happy to bring in all this assistance. And it's not like, mm-hmm. you know, the big oil company gets a pass. Right? Like, I, I'm not <laughs> sure if it's if it's named a national emergency, though. Yeah. So, I mean, thing- when when the oil spill happened... Remember under Obama, was that declared a national emergency? Off the top of my head, I don't don't know. Yeah. The other thing is that um, uh, this was this railroad was owned by Warren Fat Piece of Crap Buffett. Maybe that has Mm. a little something to do with it. That's right. Is that really his official name? Is that his middle name? Yeah, I didn't know. Fat Piece of Crap. (laughs) Yeah, a lot of people didn't know that. I didn't know that at all. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Is that is that part of? I mean, the I didn't name him. You know, it's his parents' fault. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't understand why you a would strange choice. I'll strap say. your child with that, but they did. So, what am I going to do about it? Here's Nothing. the here's the uh, here's the paragraph I, I was talking about. It is unknown what changed in the time since these remarks, but the governor did confirm he would preemptively file a document with FEMA to preserve our rights in case we need their assistance in the future. DeWine has not declared the crash aftermath to be a federal disaster, perhaps because of concerns that doing that could shield the Norfolk Southern Railway from liability. Let's say, for example, the railroad stops paying for whatever reason, DeWine said, we're still going to go after the railroad, but we want to make sure that there will be support for the people if that support does, in fact, stop from the railroad. Yeah, I mean, you know, the wrangling here shows how complicated and idiotic our system is, right? Like that this stuff has to be part of it. But like these people are going back and saying like, hey, we can still smell like it smells like battery acid around here all the time. (laughs) And (laughs) is that uh, bad? Is that bad? And like, you know, I don't I I have this uh, whole thing where like I can't breathe and I've got this burning in my lungs and in my nose and in my throat and and the, You know what uh, that is? Climate change. Yeah. It's climate change. The New York Times is like, what are these conspiracy theorists on the right talking about? <laughs> Wait a minute. Like every every single time a company spills Jeez. like six ounces of window cleaning <laughs> fluid on their floor. We get the Aaron Brockovich treatment from the media, except this one time, this yep. one time they're just like, oh, we, with this company, wow, they're doing a great job. Look at all the testing numbers. These people are lunatics. Where did this come from? It is such a weird thing. I, I, I kind of assigned it in my head. Public private partnerships. Maybe I, I, yeah, I had to assign it to maybe a defense of the Biden administration and their handling of it where we're like, oh, well, everyone's complaining about Chernobyl 2.0 because they don't like Biden. They don't like Buttigieg. And in reality, this is nothing. They've tested everything. and Everything's fine. And I think that's what they're trying to push on the people. But the people are living there. They have nostrils. Like, I don't know. <laughs> they also have rashes yeah. that hurt a lot. Right. But you I've know. heard those are safe to scratch, though, now. Oh, okay. yeah. 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 You can go ahead and scratch <laughs> Good. your, your All right. rash. Good. So. Did you see Cincinnati is cutting off the drinking water, drinking water from the Ohio River? Just as a precaution, though. Yeah. It's, I mean, there's don't no be alarmed. reason that we would think that anything was <laughs> happening there, no. but no big deal. Yeah. Uh, and the uh, the latest. And by the way, we want to hear from you at uh, 727, wait, 8, 888-727-BECK. I give out our phone number so rarely. Um, 888-727-BECK. Today, we're going to take your phone calls. And I'd love to hear from people who are experiencing this firsthand. Did you see the railroad came out and said, uh, yeah, when we asked people f- to sign that legal waiver, th- that, uh, that was a mistake. <laughs> mistake. We, 
Who put that in there? We didn't know that was in there. Does anybody believe that? I don't. No. Uh, Surprisingly. I mean, look, the the automatic defense of a company, right, is going to come and say, hey, get everyone to sign a waiver. You know, I mean, like, that's going to be automatic whether they have real responsibility or not. Here, they obviously do have responsibility as they, you know, cop to at this point. I mean, they are putting a bunch of money into this and supposedly, you know, doing these things to repair the damage that they obviously are responsible for here. So like I, you could see them coming in there and just kind of default judgment of just like, Hey, everyone signed this thing, but like, you can't deny it afterward. So you are, let's say you are the, um, uh, one of the governors involved in this and they had to both sign off on setting it on fire. And I've seen some stories now that people are like, they shouldn't have set it on fire. Well, the choice was, we can roll the dice and hope that it doesn't explode. And mm-hmm. if it does explode, it could sh- send shrapnel for at least a mile in every direction. Okay. Or a controlled burn. A controlled burn. To me, there would be no. Yeah, me too. I, I would say controlled burn. Wouldn't you? I mean, I don't know much about it, obviously. Yeah, I mean, but neither yes, do I. Given but those I mean, two options, sure. Yeah. Sounds a lot better. You haven't, you haven't uh, <laughs> tried to control many toxic spills? No, I mean, really? a few. A few, uh, yeah. A few. Yeah, I've uh, done 17, so. Okay, so you're much I'm more going, experienced. I'm going controlled burn yeah. every time, yeah. now, which I've done in the past. Pete Buttigieg, mm-hmm. how many controlled burns has he uh, Oh, or seen when he was mayor <laughs> yeah. in South Bend. He was mayor of South Bend. He didn't have any controlled burns, but he did put decorative lighting up on the bottom of a bridge. <laughs> it was beautiful, and it, w- it, it was like, very, very decorative. Uh, if you kind of look at the night sky, I remember that yeah. some of the trees as it was flashing, it kind of looked like a controlled burn, maybe. Mm, right. And by the way, the only reason if your eyes were blurry, yeah. And I should point out the only reason I remember he put up that decorative lighting obviously wouldn't be a main topic because it's not really a big um, accomplishment. Mm-hmm. Uh, for, but yeah. I do remember it because Joe Biden and his campaign pointed out what a joke Buttigieg was <laughs> by pointing out his only accomplishment right. was that he put up decorative lighting under a bridge in South ad. Bend. Yeah. I remember that ad. Uh, and, you know, it's uh, it's strange that he hasn't put any lighting, like, underneath the wreckage. You know right, what I mean? That'd be cool. Mm-hmm. To highlight right. at mm-hmm. night, it would be really cool. I mean, With it's... the rainbow colors in the water, yeah. it would be really <laughs> yeah. pretty. It yeah. would. Do you see J.D. Vance take the stick yeah. and uh, and pull it across? Uh, he, yeah. he takes a stick and puts it in a <laughs> creek and pulls across, and it just looks like an oil spill. Everything comes up. And I'm like, J.D., it, the answer there is... Uh, don't do that with a stick. Right. <laughs> You're fine. That's step one. I mean, you know, all the water, it's all gone down to the bottom of the, don't just drink from the top. What a dummy. Yeah. Man. Really. Really. Really I mean, stupid. isn't step one just to go to all the people in this town and just be like, look, we've got rooms for you at Disneyland. We're going there right now. You can just go there. You can just stay there as long as you want. I mean, the mm. fact that they're telling people to go back to these homes when they're still smelling this stuff, at least get them out of the area mm-hmm. if they for want to go, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Can, I, can I tell you something? We are looking at an American war zone, okay? And, and honestly, how many people are in that town? I don't know. Mm, I don't know. It's very small. It's a, Look at it. Is it even 5,000? No, I don't even think it's that big, is it? 4,718. That was a pretty good guess. That was an incredible guess. Are you an expert on East Palestine? 4,000 how many? 4,718. As of 2021, it could be 5,000 exactly right now. He went over. He went over. (laughs) 
Okay. Oh, are we playing right. the prices yes. right? Yes. right. Ah, you can't go over. <laughs> anyway. So the yodeling climber just fell off the wouldn't cliff. It be, <laughs> wouldn't it. it be a better use of our money just to buy all of their land, their property, and everything yeah, it else? Yeah, That would be a great Instead PR of move. sending it over to uh, Ukraine? Yep. Now, the, the, a yes. lot of pe- people may not choose to do that, as, as a lot of right, times this but happens, you offer but you the offer it, yeah. Possibility, right? Offer them the buyer's option. At least, at least say, hey, the next three months are on us, and we'll figure out the rest yeah. a little bit and later. And that's what a lot of the people want. Yeah. They want buy them. my place so I can get out of here. Because they, they've destroyed the town. Yeah. How are you going to sell yeah. this house eventually? You're There's not. no path. You're not. No. What are the hey, Zillow values? I've got some homes. property backs up to the back <laughs> fence of Three Mile Island. Oh, okay. And that yeah. would be much better. <laughs> much better. It, it, it would. Yeah. All right. The following is sponsored by Preborn. About 3,000 children will die at the hands of abortion today in the United States. Today. Our nation has tipped so far over the cliff that wholesale murder is back page news. 150 of those babies out of the 3,000, 150 of those babies are going to be spared today because of the work of the Ministry of Preborn. If you are somebody who has donated any money at all to Preborn, you're part of this life-saving group. They provide free ultrasounds to moms considering abortion, and they don't stop there. They also provide love, support, counseling, even clothing and food and everything for up to two years free of charge. If you donate today, maybe that number will be 151 today, maybe 152, maybe more. Ultrasound is 28 bucks. 140 helps to rescue five babies' lives. Abortion does not stop, so we can't stop. Go to preborn.com slash Beck. Make a donation. You could just dial pound 250, say the keyword baby, and make a donation. Or you can go to preborn.com slash Beck. That's preborn.com slash Beck, pound 250, keyword baby, sponsored by Preborn. Join the conversation. 888-727-BECK. The Glenn Beck Program. Today, I really want to hear from uh, you. I, uh, you know, want to clear out the uh, the day and let you speak. Tell me what you're feeling, what you're thinking. Tell me what you think about what's going on with war and Russia, Ukraine. Um, the president is over there today. We just were. We said Friday that we're we're bailing out their. Uh, their unions and bailing out all of their, uh, you know, lifetime benefits, basically social security. Uh, gee, I, I mean, we should do that to our social security and also what's happening um, in, uh, in Palestine, Ohio. Why is the press reacting this way? Why, why, why is the New York times suddenly not concerned about the environmental damage? My guess is public private partnership. Um, this is the way it works. Something this train company is doing is important for some other reason. So let's not. I mean, after all, according to their ESG score, they are more environmentally friendly than Tesla. Mm-hmm. Help me figure that one out. 
Our number is 888-727-BECK. 888-727-BECK. The Glenn Beck Program. some really good news the president is meeting um with uh zelensky the ukrainian president in ukraine today it was a surprise and he brought gifts another half a billion dollars worth of aid to uh to ukraine Isn't that great i only bring bottles of wine right well what do you get a country yeah you know what i, I mean guess, yeah so uh, we've got that going for us. Um, they couldn't make it to Ohio, but they'll make it to the other disaster site, uh, that one in Ukraine. We'll get to that and your phone calls. I really want to hear from you today. And the number is 888-727-BECK. We go there in 60 seconds. All right, there's an idea. Next time you go to the gun range, don't load any ammunition into your gun. Now just point the barrel at your target and say bang loudly. Then you can guess how close you might have gotten to the bullseye. Be honest. So that's one solution to the problem. Expensive ammo going there. It's probably not the best solution, you know, uh, either spending all that money or just saying, bang. This is where the Mantis X comes in. This is something that the Marines are using. It is really amazing. It is high tech, easy to use. It's used now widely by the military and it will help you improve your shooting quickly. It's not just targets. In fact, you don't even have a target. You could aim it wherever you want. What it's doing is it's measuring how steady your aim is, and then the pull of the trigger, how smooth that is, and then do you go down, do you pull to the left or to the right, and it shows you after each, uh, after each fire what you're doing. I think it's like 95% of the shooters improve within the first 20 minutes and you're not using any ammunition and you do really improve quickly. I do it. I had my score at a 79, I think. And within 20 minutes, I was up to about an 87, which is a pretty good shot. Mantis X, Mantis X. Go to mantisx.com right now. That's mantisx.com. All right. Uh, let's see. Let's go to uh, Ron in Oklahoma. Hello, Ron. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. Hi, good morning. So uh, I'll get right to the point with regards to uh, uh, what's happening in uh, Palestine, Ohio. Yeah. If you follow the money and look up Norfolk Southern Railway from their own website, the top investors are Vanguard, BlackRock, State Street, Mm. and jp morgan so wow all esg monsters exactly Uh so with our with regard to what our government's response is it's pretty clear as to what's going on with that so 
I just wanted to thank you. Let you all know. And hey, this is more example of um, uh, public private partnership. Yeah. In my opinion, yeah, I, mine too. I can't guarantee that's what's happening. That's what I suspected, Ron. Thank you for the call. Um, but that is that is the problem when government gets into bed. Um, they have uh, lots of money. These private uh entities that have invested now in the railway they are in bed with the government and they stand to lose a lot of money so what is the government going to do you don't want to hurt these guys because they are enabling you sometimes the government needs the help of the uh corporations and sometimes the corporations need the help from the government it'd be a lot of money to lose private public partnerships it's deadly. It's it is crony capitalism to the nth degree. Let me go to uh, Joyette. Hello, Joyette in Ohio. Hey. Hi. Hey. Thanks. Hey, Glenn. Thanks so much. Uh, we really appreciate you. I've been listening to you for decades. Oh well. Thank but I want to highlight the fact that I live in Columbus, Ohio. I moved from California, which I don't know. Probably not the best move. But anyways, now we <laughs> out of California people. to any place. <laughs> Is a good move. <laughs> yes, exactly. Right. So I'm in Columbus. I'm about 175, 176 miles away from this epicenter. And that's exactly what it is. Okay. So, it, I mean, I've seen the videos. They've got the, they um, rustle up the water and you're seeing the chemical. Yeah. Now, anybody can look. I, I've worked for companies where you have an SDS data sheet. So I went ahead and looked online. They've got the SDS data sheets on all of these chemicals. And if anybody take a look at that, this stuff is horrible. And they're just treating it like it's, you know, oh, whatever. I mean, my older sister goes, where's Red Cross? Where's FEMA? Where are they? Why have they done this? So my question is, we've got the Ohio River is supporting water for not just this state, but multiple yeah, states. Everybody does. So the being, yeah, it's infiltrating into our system. And so that that's my thing. Um, also... Um, you know, Netflix put out a, a movie and, and it highlighted a chemical derailment. And it was, I guess it was in East Palestine. So uh, they use the extras, right, from yep. the area, from Ohio. So what's going on? Now, my thing is, is what do you want us to do? What do you want us to do as listeners to barrage what the Senate? What do you want us to do, Glenn? We need some. Strong Gosh, I'm, I, I mean, I just say, what do we do? I uh, on this one, the first thing you need to do is stay safe. Uh, I mean, I, I, I am I am not I don't know the chemicals and what the water is doing. I just don't trust anybody at this point. So I would drink bottled water as much as you can. And I would keep abreast on what is going on. I know we've been talking to um, people and I I can't give you an update on this. Um, I'm hoping that I'll get one by the end of the show today so I can talk about this directly, if not maybe tomorrow. But um, we've been trying to get an independent person to go test the water and the air. Um, and there's some interesting things we're running into. Uh, and I'll, I'll tell you more about that. But I don't trust what's being tested. Uh, and I don't trust the people giving the test. Again, it's a public-private partnership with the United States government. Uh, and I don't, I just don't trust them. Um, I, I will tell you that you should, uh, stay very aware and support those who are questioning everything. 
support J.D. Vance, support the people who are questioning. And I would be much more apt to uh, send your complaints directly to your local and state governments. Federal government, you can still support people like J.D. Vance. You can support your congressmen, assuming that they're doing the right thing. And you can call Congress and say, you know, I live downriver. I live in Kentucky. What is this going to do to our water? Um, You know, but I don't I don't have an answer federally. I would say that you need to really stand on the throats of all of the people locally. And if they're not acting in a consistent way, and I mean consistent with their own interests, uh, you know, of having healthy drinking water and air, um, you might want to do some digging into why that might be. Uh, let me go to John in North Carolina. Hello, John. Hello, Ms. Beck. I appreciate you taking my call. Sure. Uh, when you were talking about uh, sending uh, money to Ukraine for uh, for their pensions and whatnot. I'm 76 years old. I work a 40-hour job because I can't afford to live on my Social Security. And I'm outraged to think that money goes to Ukraine instead of staying here with my tax money. I couldn't agree with you more, John. Uh, I When I heard we're sending another half a billion dollars over to Ukraine just in more military support, and then can we play the clip of what Joe Biden said uh, about supporting uh, their pension funds? And to deliver much needed humanitarian assistance as well as food, water, medicine, shelter, and other aid to Ukrainians displaced by Russia's war. And provide aid for those seeking refuge in other countries from Ukraine. <clears throat> it's also going to help schools and hospitals open. It's going to allow pensions and social support to be paid to the Ukrainian people so they have something, something in their pocket. Stop. It's also going to- I, can't, I mean, John, I, 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 we have all got to stand up against what's going on with Ukraine. Look, I am not for Putin by any stretch of the imagination. The guy is a bloodthirsty killer. I get it. Um, he, he is no friend of the West. However... Ukraine is wildly corrupt. We already don't know what happened to millions of our dollars. We keep funding it. This was the center of corruption. It is the most corrupt state in the world. And it was the center of the Biden-Hunter Biden scandals. Where is this money going, going to? Second of all, and this is probably more important... I don't want a war with Russia. I don't want Russia to win. I don't want Russia to expand. I don't want any of that. But I don't want a third war, a third world war. And that's exactly what we're headed towards. And you can find that from the headlines of any of our allies. In, in Australia, they're talking about what does this mean? A war with the U.S. and China. Now, why would you be worried about that? Well, not just the balloons over the weekend. We said if you send any of uh, any aid, any military aid at all to Russia, that's a line for us. You're not to do it. Excuse me. Who are we to say that to them when we're doing it? After all the balloon stuff, I don't. Can we stop flexing our muscles, please? 
We're not in the shape we used to be. This president has decimated our military. We are behind 25% in recruiting. Behind 25%. And that's not including the attrition that's coming over the next year. People who are just going to opt out and say, I'm not signing back up. Plus, we've diminished our, our stockpile of ammunition, of guns, of tanks, of everything, because we're just sending them our stuff. When are we going to replenish that? And if we are in a war, what are we going to fight with? I guess we could get into a public-private partnership with some of these industries, and we could just retool some of our industries to make weapons of war. Wouldn't that be great? We are headed towards war. The money has got to stop going to Ukraine. We cannot send or approve the sending of any fighters over to Ukraine. Where's Congress on this? Maybe they just think the American people are okay with it because we just keep taking it, go along. When we're together, we all talk and we're like, this is crazy. This is crazy. And we'll have the discussion. Well, do you want Putin to win? No, I don't want Putin to win. This is really bad. I, I, I don't want to be uh, in this fight at all. I don't want to be in it. What are we doing? Besides selling our own country down the river and, 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 and impoverishing all of us. I mean, look what's just look at the impoverishment that this government has caused in the last two and a half years. Why are we having so much trouble with inflation? Because we spent way too much money on COVID and all of the programs. And then if that's the problem, what do you do? Will you stop spending? We're not stopping spending. We're spending even more. We just keep spending. And it's not on anything like the train derailment in Ohio. No, no, no. It's to rebuild schools and houses in Ukraine. And why is it that you have BlackRock and J.P. Morgan, all these people? Why, why is it that they are being thanked by the Ukrainian president? Have you ever heard that before? We want to thank these giant corporations for helping us and helping us rebuild. Of course, they're helping you rebuild. They're probably going to use our tax dollars funneled through you to rebuild things that they profit from. So we're helping enrich those people by sending our tax dollars over there. This is this is so corrupt and so dirty. It's got to stop. Back in a minute. Uh, underappreciated fact, uh, trust has always been an underappreciated uh, fact. I think here in America, especially, I mean, we used to trust each other. Do we? Do we still? I think we do when it comes to our neighbors, but that is becoming more and more dicey. Uh, you don't, you don't know pretty much any business that wants to stay in business has to have the trust of the people. And that trust comes from being who you say you are, being the expert that you say you are, um, following through your word is your bond. You don't really need a contract. It's more of a cowboy contract with a handshake. Now, 
When it comes to selling your house, you need to know you can trust that person's experience and that person. This is where realestateagentsitrust.com comes in. This is my company, and we vet all of these real estate agents to make sure that they are they have the track record and they also have the business practices that you should be looking for, that I would be looking for, and that they're people that you can trust. They are listeners of the program, and they kind of have the same values. Realestateagentsitrust.com. It's a referral service that is of no cost to you. Realestateagentsitrust.com. 10-second station ID. Shandy in uh, Kansas, welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. Hi, Glenn. Thanks for taking my call. I just wanted to kind of connect a few dots. I'm in, of course, Kansas, the center of the the, the state or the nation. We are going through um, a, a land grab with energy companies, a.k.a. Nextera, a.k.a. BlackRock and Klaus Schwab. And so they are literally steamrolling every county. Right now there's five active counties that are are being essentially taken you know by county commissioners and so uh, this all is connected with um palestine and then also if you think about the whales on the east coast it's all connected so it's it's in in what way how do you how do you mean what are they buying they're buying the land the the counties are what's what's happening well it's, it's Essentially, they're buying it, right? They're giving sign-on bonuses for solar. They're giving um, annual payments for the, the, the commercial wind turbines. Mm. And so uh, for, for people who are, you know, crazy enough to, to do that with their land, but you've got farmers who need help. You have sure. um, families who are thinking, oh, well, how am I going to take care of my kids when I pass away? Um, and so that is what's happening here in the state of Kansas. And it is the present day David and Goliath, because we just also had our governor sign on Panasonic that's coming in to Kansas City as well. And so, I mean, that's a four billion dollar project that next era, um, you know, the governor, they're, they're not going to let that not happen. And so you have solar, you have wind. Uh, they're also talking about hydrogen. All of these by 2030, by 2050, are going to um, power this Panasonic because of green energy. And so it's 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 troubling because what do you do? I mean, I've been to my my second planning committee uh, in my life. And I run the Facebook page, and we have 960 people uh, on our Facebook page within four weeks. And so what do we do? How do we get there? You know, we're working with our county. You keep organizing. You keep um, being informed. You keep those people going to those planning uh, meetings, and you get on to the committee boards. You've got to become a commissioner on those planning uh, planning boards. Um, it, most people, the last thing they want to do is is do that. I've been to planning. Oh my gosh, planning and zoning is just. And usually, the people that are in it are the ones that want to control everybody's lives and plan everybody's future. Um, so you need to get on those boards. Um, and good for you on looking. 
for the dots. This is why when we wrote the book on ESG, the Great Reset, I was a little dismayed because I thought there's no way out of this. This is so far planned uh, to get out of it is going to take a Herculean effort. But that Herculean effort is happening and it's happening because of people like you. I want to um, how much time do I have here, Sarah? I have one minute. So I'm going to have to come back and and give you a list of what is happening um, in each state. There is a huge list where ESG is moving. Uh, there's some states where just the E is moving. Some states like Florida, Ron DeSantis has just uh, just put in some of the strongest language on ESG, and it will break that up. You also have to find your power plants. Do you have any coal fire power plants that are being shut down and sold? Look for that. Are they being shut down and sold? If to, to whom? And uh, I'll give you more on that uh, coming up in the next couple of weeks. But just start paying attention to your coal-fired power plants. Not just being shut down, but what is the plan for that? Are they being sold? More in a second. The Glenn Beck Program. Out of the ashes of the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been honoring America's heroes and doing good in the world ever since. If you haven't heard of it, they are an organization that provides mortgage-free smart homes to families of fallen or severely injured veterans and first responders. This year alone, they'll be taking care of hundreds of Gold Star families and fallen first responder families and providing them with homes. Um, it was about, unfortunately, 500 last year. It looks like it's going to be a lot more this year. On Memorial Day, all the brave men and women lost since 9-11 in the war on terror had their names read aloud in Tunnel to Tower ceremony at our nation's capital. And through the Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute, they are educating kids in kindergarten through the 12th grade about 9-11. We should never forget and continue to do good. Please. Help America to never forget its greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. Tunnels to Towers. T2T.org. Head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn and use the promo code Glenn. Save yourself 10 bucks on Blaze TV. Let me give you a, uh, a couple of quick facts here that you should know about. There are states currently working on anti-ESG legislation. And these are the states that we are monitoring that are currently working seriously on either anti, uh, on e- anti-ESG legislation, either um, uh, state contracts, state pensions, or fair access. Some of them working on all of them. Fair access is really important to ask to make sure it's in. That gives you the opportunity 
to not have to wait for your attorney general. You can sue if they are using anything other than a credit score uh, to give you credit or uh, if they're looking at any ESG kind of stuff to give you a score of any kind. Um, Wyoming, North Dakota, South Dakota, Montana, Missouri, Arizona, uh, Minnesota, Mississippi, Virginia, South Carolina, Arkansas, Oklahoma, Kansas, Pennsylvania, Texas, Idaho, New Hampshire, Florida, Tennessee, West Virginia, and Pennsylvania. All of these are the ones that are doing something. So get involved at your state level. Now, fair access. This is the legislation that empowers you to actually fight ESG. And what it is, is they have to disclose to you that they are using ESG. So there's no guesswork. Right now, they don't have to disclose that. So you're turned down for a loan. You don't know why. If they're using anything other than your financial records to make a decision, you deserve to know that. So you can, A, not use that organization, that bank or whatever, ever again. Tell your friends that that's what they do and sue them. If you don't have fair access, you can't sue them. And that is really important. So far, there are only three states um, that are fighting uh, with this, and that is Nebraska, North Dakota, and New Hampshire. They've had their hearings on the fair access bills Two just last week. Uh, Bankers are adamantly opposed to this, and they are very well organized. You need to stand up for fair access. Um, Florida uh, is probably the best. There are other states that are at some point with a fair access bill, and you need to get involved. Tennessee, Oklahoma. South Dakota, Utah, Iowa, Arkansas, South Carolina, um, Kansas, and Montana. Also, there is an ESG, an anti-ESG bill in Indiana that could use some help. It's Indiana HB uh, 1008, and it relates to state pension funds not being invested in ESG. This bill is much more limited in scope compared to the fair access type legislation. This only protects state pension funds, still a step in the right direction. Um, but it, and it's similar to what uh, they passed in West Virginia, but they're working with the treasurer in Indiana on this bill right now. Uh, it'd be very, very helpful if anybody in Indiana would contact their state legislator and their governor and let them know they want to see Indiana Bill HB 1008 pass. Uh, let me go to Matthew in Tennessee. Hello, Matthew. Welcome. Hey, Glenn. Thanks for taking my call this morning. I'm bet. out here driving a big rig uh, coming in from Atlanta, Georgia, back to Tennessee. And I just want to share what I see out traveling all over the country. I travel everywhere from Miami, Florida, up to Delaware. Uh, every single place I travel in America is running on a short staff. Uh, nobody's working. Yep. I've been driving a big rig for 12 years out here. And before COVID, uh, you'd get the morning rush when people are going to work, people are taking their kids to school and stuff, and then it would be dead in the mornings, and then you'd get a little bit of rush at lunch. And then the same thing in the evening. Ever since COVID, um, the roads are packed all day. I'm in Atlanta. You can be in Atlanta on a Wednesday at at 9.30 in the morning, and it's rush hour. Nobody's working. 
everywhere I go, nobody's working. And the places that I travel, I talk to all these people, and they can't even get applicants. You know, uh, where I work, I haul for my plant, and uh, we can't even get applicants for high-paying jobs. I know. And, you know, where does it go from here? I'm 36, and I've been working since I was 15. I'm a truck driver, and I mow yards. And, uh, you know, I've got a great life, but everywhere I travel, nobody's willing to work. You go out to eat, you short staff, you know, everywhere I travel to. I just got uh, fuel at Pilot. When you go in, there's two people working behind the counter playing on their cell phones, and I need a receipt, and they say, hey, there's a self-checkout open. You know, it's like work ethics went out the window, and nobody's willing to work. Well, I tell you, go from here by the time I'm my parents age. uh, Well, it's going to go way before way before then. This is the uh, this is what you get when you have big government handouts. But it's more than that. This, again, is something that I talked about 10 years ago. And when I was kind of standing alone saying, I don't agree with universal basic income, but we have to discuss it because that's what's coming because of the tech revolution more and more people are going to find themselves unemployed. And Yuval Harari, who is a guy who everybody in the elite class just loves, calls them useless people. What are we going to do with all of these useless people? Um, There's a lot of useless people right now. Uh, There's going to be more in the words of the elites. Uh, we, we cannot lose our work ethic. We have to be people uh, that uh, think differently and uh, encourage our kids and everybody else to work. But it's, it's an uphill battle because society is not putting any stock into that now. Derek in Colorado, welcome to the Glenn Beck program. How are you doing, Glenn? Good. Hey, so I just wanted to uh, go back on your comments you made earlier about Ukraine and how we're giving another half a billion dollars to them. And we as the people that they care about so much mm-hmm. have no right to even even vote on this. Right. And it's just giving it away, giving it away. And it's like, I guarantee over 80 percent of Americans would say no. I agree, too. I it's not, it's, it is not our fight. Um and the fact that we're weaponizing them, too. What is that telling Russia? What's it telling about a Chinese a spy balloon flying over all of our states, looking at our military bases, telling, getting intel on what we don't have and what we're getting rid of? The world is preparing for war. The American people are asleep. The world is preparing for war. And it's a war not just with Russia, but it is becoming increasingly a war with China as well. Uh, that's a war no one walks away from unharmed. Uh, that's a war we do not walk away from uh, in any kind of leadership role. And uh, you, if you read the papers, this is this is why you you know pay for me with your time. Uh, it, we read those papers. We look at the news all around the world, and everyone in every uh, continent is preparing for war. And we're asleep at the switch. And the reason. The reason why, I think, is because the Democrats have changed Congress so much to where there's really no debate. Do you remember the lead up to the war in Iraq, even the Afghanistan war? Every war I've ever seen, you have the debates on the floor and they call each other names and you're not patriotic and you're patriotic and blah, blah, blah. You're a warmonger. All of that used to happen. 
That's not happening now. They're not going to Congress and talking about all of this stuff. It's just being done by the president and the administration. That's a dictatorship. That's why you must call your congressman and senator and saying, I will not send my family to war. I will not support this. I will not send my children to fight a war with Russia and Ukraine and uh, and China. I won't do it. Not this war. You got to call them and tell them you demand a debate on the floor of the House, at least for no other money spent on this. So that's a good step, because I think a lot of the time we've spent talking about this has been what we shouldn't do. And I, I wonder what we should do. What we should do is pretty complicated, right? It's not easy, I think, unless if you no, especially now, because what, what would you do here? What would I do? You would say, okay, I would push say, for a debate. That's a good step. I would say to the Ukraine, congratulations. You've got enough money from the United States and enough support. Mm-hmm. You are going to have to stand on your own now. You're going to have to do it. You've got to wear the big boy pants. This is not our fight. Mm-hmm. We support you, but this is not our fight. So what does that look like? And I would also say we are not for regime change. We, I mean, if Putin falls, Putin falls, but right. that's not the end game here. Yeah, we can say that. Like, you know, as a, a, you're a commentator, you say, would I would like Vladimir Putin to not be at the head of, of yes. Russia? Although I will say, I mean, there's a big profile in the New York Times today about some of the people who are pushing him from the hawkish side. And if yeah. one of them get get in control, we might be Worse happy off. with Putin. Yeah. Um, so it's we not even know clear. Him. But like, you know, Putin is Putin. He's not good. We don't like him. Uh, right. That doesn't mean but that we should a, be publicly calling for regime change. And he's an evil we know. Right. He's an and evil there's we value know. to that. Correct. But OK, let, play this out, though. You you say you don't want to give money to Ukraine, weapons to Ukraine anymore, which I can I, I sympathize with significantly here. But OK, let's say we stop doing that. Let's say we ramp it down over the next, I don't know, a couple months. Right. Goes away. They've got zero dollars coming in from the United States. Right. Probably a lot of other countries, you know, follow our lead on that, right? So what happens? I mean, that's Ukraine loses, right? Probably Russia takes Ukraine. Probably. Probably, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, mm-hmm. And I don't even mean just the, the eastern No, probably regions. goes probably in, the whole The United thing. States withdraws, probably they win Russia. I mean, that's a, it's a big Horrible. thing. Obviously terrible for Ukraine. Horrible. But let's not even think about you, the future of Ukraine for a second here. Think about it from our perspective. So now you have Russia, who I think can uh, somewhat, somewhat legitimately say they defeated the United States in a war, mm-hmm. right? Well, the Taliban have said that, mm-hmm. so no. we're not breaking new ground here. <laughs> no, that's true. And so they now are pressed up against the borders of NATO. Do we mm-hmm. think that Putin just stops there? Is that our hope? They just stop there? That would be our hope. Um, but he hasn't acted against a nation of NATO. Right. Now, if he goes after NATO, then we have treaties. But I would like to open up NATO as well. I mean, we've provided a lot of defense for Europe, and it has been very important to do so. And I am not for, you know, getting rid of NATO, mm-hmm. you know, just wholesale. However, uh, the world is changing and the United States is changing. And Joe Biden is acting like it's 1944. And in his mind, it might be 1944. He is acting like we have all of the power, all of the clout, and all of the money. 
we don't couldn't you describe what you're you're talking about here is just retreat i mean we're 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 letting them have ukraine with no fight pushback again i'm I'm pushing back on you here for to to explore these boundaries because they're difficult to to define but like if your your answer here is is they can have ukraine and maybe we shouldn't really have nato or maybe we should reconsider where nato is and those lines are and how much we should be defending these countries where does where where does putin stop if this is our defense well i wouldn't say that we were rethinking a about NATO as we were doing this. You wouldn't publicly announce no. it, but you'd say that you're saying that that's something that should be considered. Yeah, I wouldn't have publicly announced any of this no, crap. No, I'm with you on that. I mean, none of this <laughs> should have been publicly announced. It should and be like, our hey, president is that an American is- tank? You know, that, that's about how it should have been confusing to the enemy if right. they saw one. Our president can't be, can't be seen in uh, Ohio to help people that are victims, yep. but he'll go over and pledge... That we're going to pay for all of their social programs over in Ukraine. He's there today in Ukraine, in Kiev. What the what the hell is that? I, I, I'm just I'm sorry. I don't care about our good name in the world anymore because we don't have a good name. We don't yeah. have a good name anymore. So people don't trust us. We have got to pull back and protect our country and our rights or we are just going to just deflate everything we're we're just bleeding out all over the table should some of our approach here be related to trying to force ukrainian and russian hands into some sort of yes peaceful solution yes it should be we, we don't because yes, Ukraine be. says we're not going to negotiate at all, even about yeah. Crimea. Well, then, and like I understand yeah, and, that and from their perspective, but if they want our money, they may need to do those things. That's probably the way I would uh, I would end it. Look, you guys get together and you work this out. Otherwise, I'm pulling I'm pulling the money and Russia. We're still going to blockade you, but you you guys have to work this out. Putin would be incentivized if the United States were bluffing. Uh, or, 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 um, uh, and saying we are going to stay there, we're going to do it, but we're going to give this a chance to work out, and we'll honestly broker a deal that's going to be good-ish for both sides. That's the only way to get out of it at this point. Uh, car trouble, car trouble, car trouble, car trouble. Uh, when you when you get into your car and something goes off, there's never a good time because you never have the money ever. Hmm, I'm flush with cash now. I'd like to go spend that in a garage fixing something that should work. Hmm. Um, Car Shield. Now you can save 20% on your coverage. And this is like healthcare insurance for your car. You know, it's not going to cover all the little things. I mean, I I suppose you could get a a, a coverage like that uh, from Car Shield, but I don't have that. I want the ones that are the catastrophic, the things that are huge. Car Shield will save you 20% on the plan that you pick and they'll help design it with you. 800-227-6100. Don't be sat back on all of your goals because something unexpected happened with your car. Go to carshield.com slash Beck. That's carshield.com slash Beck or call 800-227-6100. Promo code Beck. The Glenn Beck Program.
we had a an incredible hour on um, how AI is quickly getting out of control already and what that means. We're going to move that to tomorrow because I want to continue to talk to you. Um, you seem to have a lot on your mind and your plate. 888-727-BECK. Another hour of the Glenn Beck program. Listening to your voice. You need to be heard. 888-727-BECK.